But on the bright side, I have a nice warm can of Pepsi. Nothing quenches your thirst quite like warm Pepsi. <laughs> New from from the Pepsi company. <laughs> warm it's the taste Pepsi. of a generation. <laughs> <laughs> the taste of a very warm generation. It's it's environmental. It's like a commentary on global warming. They just start releasing very warm products. Yeah, I don't know how well that would sell unless it was like tea. Would you do If you put it in the fridge, it'll explode. <laughs> Would you do would you would you drink like a Pepsi flavored tea? No. No. Would you drink a Coca-Cola flavored tea? No. no. You're just you're basically just talking about flat soda at this point. Yeah. <laughs> do you well do I you think I... Do you think there's a way to like have a flat drink with the taste of a soda that actually tastes good? Uh no, probably not. There's Yeah, I don't know. There's gotta be some no. scientists working on that. I feel like some they should really you know, to like juicify soda. Juicify it? Yeah. Uh, you know what else they need some scientists to work on? The Savage Land. Back to the Savage Land. It's a bit of a gloomy day today. We just uh, got word of some really sad news before we started recording, so we just wanted to kind of touch on it really quick. Uh, Zack Snyder and Deborah Snyder have uh, had a tragedy in the family that is uh, horrible and just a, a an awful thing for any family to have to go through. Um, and so they've stepped away from Justice League, and it's kind of a a big thing. So we just wanted to touch on that and and just give our thoughts and condolences to them and and. Uh, just that we hope that uh, things can get better for for them and their uh, seven children. Um, that's a just a horrible thing. So we just wanted to touch on that really quick. Um, but we will uh, continue on with the episode today. We are going to talk about uh, would you do a Star Trek? And joining me from Savage Land Central, we got uh, who we got. We got Matt and Rachel, and I'm Jason. Hello, Jason. How are you today? Oh, I'm just, uh, just, just lovely, just dandy, just great times to be had. Uh, what, what you guys been up to? It's been a, has it been a week since we recorded? I feel it's like it might have been less. It's been a week. Eh, it's been less, but, eh, but whatever. That's whatever. What you, what you been up to? How you guys doing? We got to catch up before we jump into our uh, Star Trekky shit. Sure, Rich. You wanna jump in and catch up? You got anything? Uh, I don't have a whole lot other That's... than I got caught up on American Gods. Nice. Yesterday. Enjoy. Did you watch the episode yesterday? Uh, we watched two episodes yesterday. So okay, we watched so the, the one ones... that we were behind and then the one that just aired. So... Oh, then there's one last night. Yeah, we watched that one. The one where he makes it snow? Yeah. That's the one from the week before. It is? Uh-huh. So now I'm still one behind? You're still one behind. God damn it. I, I, I blame <laughs> Captain America. <laughs> Everybody blames Captain America. <laughs> it's always his fault. It is. Yep. Even Hydra. Uh, still enjoying it? Yes. Yeah, me too. I I think I'm enjoying it a little bit more than I was in the beginning. Yeah? Yeah. About that Ifrit scene. Woo. Woo. <laughs> Some sick vag traps. Nope. No. No. Uh, not even a no. little. Vages at all. Yep. What? That, that was that was an all gay sex oh, scene. Oh, that's a free. That's the one. Okay. Yeah. 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 You're thinking of Bilquis. Oh, yes. Bilquis. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
nice. Yeah, I uh, I look forward to watching the episode. I'm just loving that show. It's so great. Yeah, it it just keeps getting better. And um, the what was it? Oh, Laura coming back. Uh-huh. That was pretty awesome. That's the good. way they did everything. Because yeah. <laughs> she's such a horrible person. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I I love the way they did everything with her arm and we watched like a little feature afterwards kind of showing how they filmed everything so she just had like this blue sock on her arm huh holding her other arm walking down the street every awesome. day oh, nice. when you're walking down the street and there's a blue sock on your arm did you guys watch arthur no no oh well what never mind you don't understand the reference ziggy marley wrote a theme song for the tv show arthur on pbs back in the day Oh, when you say Arthur, I think Dudley Moore. Oh, no. I'm talking the Aardvark, <laughs> baby. <laughs> oh, no. Aardvark's for I, life. A- a- A-F-L. <laughs> <laughs> Was it in a, wasn't it a book series first? Arthur? Yeah. That's a good question. I don't think so. I, I know there were books, but I feel like the books like were companions to the show, but I might be wrong. Actually... No, I think it was a book series first. Yeah, you might be right, because I think he looked like a freaking monster in the original books. Yeah. A monster? A freaking monster. Yeah, so it, it, the first book was called Arthur's Nose, which, you know, whatever. Uh, but if you look at his freaking face, it's like he's he's a, like an anatomically correct aardvark. So he's got like the full-blown snoot of, of a damn aardvark. Yeah, that's what I, yeah, that's what I'm remembering. Yeah. This is a weird conversation. Yeah, well, Jason <laughs> diverted us. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, nice. Yeah, I, I, I just think it's great. I read a really good article just a little bit ago about about how they're handling uh, diversity in the show and and that uh, they're doing a pretty good job doing that. Um, and sort of Neil Gaiman's push for like he's like he you know he said you can change the story all you want but you cannot change the races or of any of the characters because that's integral to the story yeah uh and uh yeah i don't know that whole that whole opening scene with anansi was was brutal yeah yeah it, it was amazing though yeah, it's quite good and he did a good job orlando jones yeah he's perfect i'm so stoked <laughs> is he a better or worse orlando than orlando bloom he's a better orlando than orlando bloom is he a better orlando than orlando florida yes so, um, I'm just going <laughs> to fly right past that. <laughs> Damn it, I was trying to get us a ranking of Orlando's. I, I, I don't even know why you do this. <laughs> you got to have someone that's it's, trying to, 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 to derail things with rabbit holes. It's his finger guns. Um, <laughs> it's his verbal finger guns. <laughs> well, that's cool. Anything else? Nope, that, that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, I sprained my neck on Saturday, so I didn't really do much over the weekend either. But we saw, we saw Alien Covenant last night. Oh boy, how and, was it? Uh, I'm not going to say anything about it because Rachel should see it. And I can't. Well, talk about will it. I enjoy it? I don't know. Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. God damn I'm Learning it. my lesson. Don't talk about it with Rachel in the room. <laughs> uh, I am very curious to see what just, uh, Matt's just thoughts don't, are. Just don't overload me with details i didn't like being, I, I literally... being an all-time alien fan my whole life yeah. will i enjoy it is my question I don't know. <laughs> do you want me to tell you if i enjoyed it yes 
Uh, yes and no. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I, I've kind of heard some mixed yeah. things a little, yeah. so there was, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't want to say more. You Go see it. We can talk about it more. Um, my my brother kind of said the same thing. We can touch on this, though, that, you, that, that I did. I watched Beauty and the Beast because you guys were all talking about it and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hated it. <laughs> yeah, I get no, that. So, no, I'm not trying to like. I know you liked it, but I, I help me understand why. Wh- what I just couldn't get, I couldn't get it. What do you get? I don't know. Just thought it was really bad. <laughs> what was bad about it? <laughs> don't know. I didn't like it. <laughs> it just did not. I did not like it. I, I don't know. I, I, I think I got too uh, socially aware watching it. Does that make sense? Like, like I was watching it, and I was like, "This just feels like a Stockholm syndrome movie." Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I don't know something didn't sit right with me with about that. Yeah, no, I completely understand. But as we know, Rachel's like a huge proponent of Stockholm syndrome, so that makes sense why oh, we yeah, have to split. Totally. <laughs> my thing is that it was always my favorite as a kid. Sure, and I loved it for, as a kid for the sole purpose that he gives her a library. Oh, okay. That was like my main thing. It's like I just always Fair wanted point. somebody Moral to give me story, a library. Give girls something that they're interested in, and you can be forgiven yes. of all sins. But but also they kind of added stuff back in from the original fairy tale, uh-huh. like him actually s- taking the rose from the garden, and that's how he got imprisoned was from the original story. Oh, okay. so they added that back in. Honestly, and the was... transportation thing, that's from the original story. So th- I was happy that they added these elements oh, okay. back in. Sure. I, I Yeah, I was watching it and I was like, man, I don't remember that movie from when I was a kid. Even though I know I watched it a hundred <laughs> billion times. And, <laughs> yeah. And I loved Be Our Guest. And... See, and I hate that song. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just... <laughs> you guys are just two like... sides of a Beauty and the Beast coin. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I don't know. So. That there are some things about it that I'm I do cringe about, but overall, I, my looks, inner child I think is why totally, I love it so I totally much. Totally get that. And I actually, um, Cap was like, "Let's watch it." So I'm like, "I'm not gonna make you watch it because I mean I love it, but I'm not gonna force this on anybody." But we watched it last night, and he liked it as well. So cool. Yeah, I mean, you know, but I I. If you don't like it, whatever. No, I'm not like, seeking <laughs> approval or anything. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna like be like, why don't you like it? It's amazing. No, You're no, no, a horrible no, no. person. No, I, I, I would I love it if you did I that. I, I was, I, did, I just didn't want to be like poo-pooing over something that I know you're into. No, and but I, I but I, I did want to share it. that I, I gave it a shot. I, I like I how Matt says poo-poo. <laughs> poo-poo. 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 Um, poo-poo. It's like grape poo-poo. Yeah. That's pretty much all of my catch up. I've been I've been reading a lot of Marvel lately. I've been reading Jeff Lemire's Extraordinary X Men and Colin Bunn's Uncanny X Men. How are those uh, going? They're pretty good. Yeah. Is I it mean, uh, making people... you sad that they're going to be short lived? No, nah, it's okay. I, you know, everything's short lived right now in Marvel. So whatever. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? The one thing that hasn't really been uh, that short-lived is the Secret Empire, which is like their most divisive comic right now. That's funny. Yeah. No, so I'm just sort of catching up on everything. And Civil War Two was so rough that I'm like, I want to read Marvel stuff again because I enjoy it. But yeah, it's not great. Jeff Lemire's extraordinary Extraordinary X Men is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. The X Men universe stuff, the like stuff that the X Men are going through, is kind of fun, and we'll see what happens. I don't know. I uh, I definitely like you know it's 
I think it's been that way with both DC and with Marvel where like their universes overall will go through periods where you're like, I just don't like this. But then there'll be those few writers or artists that really make their titles something to, you know, like something worth reading. Mm-hmm. Um, like that, that was how much of the new 52 was with DC, especially in the early days. It was like, Jesus, this is all a fucking garbage fire, but Scott Snyder's Batman is really good, you know? Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's as much of a garbage fire as it is just sort of disjointed and, uh, pandering to crossovers instead of pandering to characters and stories. Yeah. See, and I hate uh, that. Yeah, it's not my favorite. Uh, so, I don't know. Anyway, that's a lot. that's my catch up. What you got, Jay? Uh, what I got is uh, a few comics I read. So I finished AD After Death. Book three finally came out. Apparently, like f- almost two weeks ago now, book three came out, and I didn't know about it. So that's aggravating. Um, yeah, you should get real mad about that. Yeah, you should get so mad. <laughs> I'm just mad because I like I've been waiting for it for I, like I thought that I was checking every week to make to see if it was released, but apparently I didn't check last week. Um, Ugh, you're the worst. You uh, should be super mad about that. I know. I'm real mad. Uh, but no, it it was a great ending. Uh, well, it was it was a great uh story overall. The ending, I'm definitely conflicted on. Um, I'll have to wait until Rachel finishes it to, to really talk about it. Um, because part of me loves it and part of me hates it. So I don't know. Um, but (laughs) it's like, I cannot believe how much I really, really, really have been enjoying Jeff Lemire's art lately because like we were talking about last week, it's normally so kind of like, it's, it's so off in my head where normally I look at it and I'm like, okay, this is decent, whatever. Uh, but in both AD and in Royal City, it's on an entirely new level. Like, I, I don't know what's different about it. I think it has something to do with how he's been using watercolors, but it's, it's awesome. I mean, would you agree, Rachel? Like, do you think his art is different in Royal City than it was in the past? Yeah. And I, I get what you're saying about the colors. I think that does add to it, but I feel like it just kind of fits that story. Mm. Like, I don't know if I could picture any other art with that story. Yeah, with Royal City, absolutely. I don't like, you couldn't put Jim Lee on Royal City and have it be a a good book. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't think it would fit. And maybe that's just adding to it and making me like it more. But I do agree that the colors that he's used on that one, like especially the blues, that's kind of what stands out to me. Yeah, and... There's something like the cool thing with AD is that he first off, it's a very, very vibrantly colored book. So obviously most of the colors are still in watercolor like he's been doing. Um, But the color palettes that he's using in AD are like are just really, really vivid. And so you get these like huge pages with like purple and pink sort of like weird, like kind of cosmic, like strange things Um, Hmm. and like far future kind of sci fi things but not over the top in any way, like just really focused sci-fi, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, And it's just, I don't know, like it, it makes everything about that book feel so eerie and like kind of haunting in a way, but exciting. I don't know. There's just like, there's something perfect about it. Just like with, with Royal City, that his art style is just perfect for it. And the the prosaic writing, you know, where most of the book is written in a prose format, but then 
you know, about a third of it is uh, sequential art. Um, like the way that Scott Snyder is writing this and the way that it's lettered, like it all just fits together so perfectly. Uh, I, I don't know. I was blown away by AD. I think it's just an incredible book. And the fact that it's as cheap as it is with as much content as it has from arguably two of the best creators in comics right now. Um, yeah. And that they basically did it as a charity project for comic book creators. Like that's awesome. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, excited for it to finally come out yeah they've changed the date to release on my birthday oh for so. the uh the hardcover yeah so it, it better it better be <laughs> released because <laughs> i've had it pre-ordered for about two months now oh that's crazy so i've already paid my money now i'm just <laughs> waiting for it because i only paid like 13 bucks exactly. for the pre-order so yeah and even now for it's a like hardcover yeah yeah so yeah, to the listeners out there, like if you're at all curious about good storytelling, like 16 bucks, not a lot to pay for like a giant oversized hardcover comic from two of the best creators in comics. Um, so yeah, anyway, I, I loved it. Um, I'm really glad that I finished it and uh, I'll probably reread it again once I get the hardcover. Nice. Yeah. Um, I read Royal City number three. That was awesome. We won't have to really touch on that because we've been touching on that way too much lately. <laughs> yeah probably now we're overloading matt yeah exactly yeah i'm turning into rachel about jeff lemire (laughs) (laughs) but i i love jeff lemire we can we can talk about him all day yeah no he's a great guy i'll be starting his moon night soon um and then i I, read i have rough i have roughneck um pre-ordered well not pre-ordered but in my cart nice noise i i need it (laughs) um and then uh I read something else, but I can't remember. I so I read like a couple of issues of Invincible and some shit like that. And Invincible's great and amazing and incredible and all that. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that's that's. I guess all. I should probably start that soon. Should probably start that I'm soon. Supposed to meet your. We got till October. This, this you got deadline. time. Oh, okay. That was I couldn't remember the exact yeah. deadline. No, it was like October, November. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's all I really did. I haven't watched like any TV or movies this week, which is a little. A little sad and disappointing for myself, but you know, whatevs. I'm just disappointed in myself, is all. It happens. <laughs> anyway, uh, well, should we should we get into the meat of the of the episode? Should we get into the 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 the, the raw hearty steak meal? Gross. <laughs> Sorry, the raw hearty uh, black bean burger. Okay, now I'm on board. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, sorry, sorry. Go, yeah, keep going. What happened to you? <laughs> uh, work-related emergency. Keep going. Oh, okay. Hey, Rachel. Hey, what's up? Should we gossip about Matt while he's away? <laughs> well, he's not away. Oh. He's still sitting in front of me, oh, so he's that's just a little awkward. Texting his coworkers. Let's let's gossip sure. about him right to his face. <laughs> That guy's such a jerk. Just hate him. Look at him being responsible on his job or whatever. What an idiot. Yeah. Um. Well, so Rachel, you're a big Star Trek fan, right? Sure. You've talked like, about Star Trek a lot in the past. Are you not a big Star I, Trek fan? I I love Star Trek, but I I always feel like I don't know Trekkies intimidate me. <laughs> I, like <laughs> like I I feel like I know a lot, but I don't know enough to be like accepted 
Yeah. <laughs> I uh, So I don't want to like voiced that i'm this huge Dude. star trek fan but but you're like okay yeah. so you're a star trek fan maybe not the biggest if there's anyone listening that's like a giant star trek fan or whatever they can feel great with their high horse or whatever yeah uh, but isn't it but isn't the concept of going on a star trek doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be a part of a uss no, enterprise not at all and that, like yeah. it's no. just a trek into the stars although right i mean well, yes <laughs> <laughs> but you'd want a crew Matt. Yeah, so I mean, I got, I, I, I've got my, I've got my Star Trek thing, but it has nothing to do with Star Trek. Yeah, well, so here, so, uh, <laughs> and we'll, we'll talk about all what sorts of. What does that mean? I'll tell you about it later. What's up, Jay? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we'll talk about all sorts of different aspects of this question, and that's why I kind of kept it vague, is because there's a lot of ways that we can sort of talk about that. Um, and so we can we can frame the question in a few different ways, but I feel like to start off, let's frame at first let's frame this as uh you are living in the star trek universe you have the option to join starfleet and go on a star trek for starfleet uh doesn't matter if it's enterprise or whatever you can be on the fucking kelvin or whatever else there is um but so so in star trek what's like how often do they go back to earth rachel normally do you know at all i think it's like five ten years or something like that five ask me Okay. It might even be more. Okay. So that so that right there is kind of the, you know, one of the drawbacks of going on a Star Trek. Uh, hey, you're going to be out there for a really long time. Yeah. No, I I think the big drawback is like I don't want to join the Navy and it'd be like joining the Navy. The Space Navy. Space Navy. The That's baby. what it is. That's <laughs> <laughs> what the it is. There's, they're all ranking officers and like well, Navy etiquette and protocol. I want to yeah. join I want to join the Han Solo smuggler crew. Well, so like, get, yeah, get me out of this Star Trek Navy. So that I, I don't I don't have time for your imperialism. <laughs> well, but think about it. <laughs> think about it. Like in Star in Star Wars, I totally get you because the the Empire sucks and stuff. But think about what Starfleet actually does. Like when you watch any episode of Star Trek, they're basically just chilling. Like they're just cruising around. They're not really doing anything important except like, oh, there's a new planet. Let's go discover it. Like you know. Like, they're yeah. basically just explorers, all right? I'll, I'll, right? All right. I, I would consider being a science officer with no like, rank. Like, their whole mission is just... Explore. Explore. Yeah. So you're basically and, Indiana and gather Jones. gather knowledge. Or no, not Indiana Jones. Who's a good explorer? No, because Osmosis Jones. Osmosis Jones. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, you're you're Lew- Lewis and Clark. But you're not, because you're with a whole... Your whole, you've got a whole like. You're Lewis and Clark army. and friends. <laughs> Lewis and Clark, but you're, you're, you're an ensign, and that means you have to, you have to clean, the showers every day. Well, so th- <laughs> there's a lot of showers on the Enterprise. I don't know. Ensign Chekhov doesn't clean showers, does he? He just gets laid all the time, right? You, you I, don't, I don't know, know that. I mean, we don't see them cleaning the showers. No, but I, I would assume that being. You know, the future in space, they would have self-cleaning showers or a oh. robot to come clean the ah, shower showers. Shower-cleaning robots. They just have a bunch of datas that just clean showers. <laughs> 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 yeah. Just, I'm just picturing, uh, Brett. is it Brett or Brent Spiner? Brent. Brent. I'm just picturing a bunch of Brent Spiners just, like, chilling in showers constantly that just, like, activate once somebody's done just to go in and clean it and then... Go back to the corner and deactivate. 
That's good. I or, like that. Or maybe there's like an underground slave trade of aliens that we don't know about and they clean the showers. That's horrible. <laughs> that's so bad. I wouldn't go on a Star Trek if I knew there were just like, well, maybe. I don't know. I don't know how. Like, that's the thing is I always say these things like, oh, I wouldn't do an awful thing. But then I'm like, I don't know if I wouldn't do that awful thing. Like, me <laughs> me right now, like with this knowledge existing where I am, yeah, I wouldn't. But like, I don't know if I was born into like Starfleet world, if that would just be a normal thing that I'd be like, oh, yeah, this is the normal thing that I've always known, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like the just if you were born a Nazi. desensitized. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Anyway, we, we don't have you to don't know fall down better. that rabbit hole. <laughs> no. Um, I, yeah. But yeah, so... so Even though I, I opened up that rabbit hole. <laughs> it's, it's okay. It's it's fine. Uh, I Dark humor, all that. Um, uh, but, I mean, there so there are a lot of sacrifices that you make to go on Starfleet. Like, like Matt says, you're basically joining the Navy. You are giving up, you know, what, 10 years of your life, probably. We'll just say 10 years definitively. Uh and the other side of that is you get to go and like meet aliens and like chill in space all the time and explore you know whatever they say in the opening credits of star trek what do they say stuff space exactly um, the final frontier you get to explore yeah. space my- voyages of the star <laughs> trek enterprise my my main issue with star trek which this has always been my issue with it and i i'm very happy that they brought it back for star trek beyond but the whole like every episode it's how long is it going to take for them to be imprisoned or lose control of the enterprise (laughs) (laughs) it's every single episode yeah those are the two things that happen it's one or the other sometimes Mm -hmm. both yeah you know (laughs) (laughs) damn it we're imprisoned and the enterprise has been stolen but I mean, I don't want to do that for ten years or more. That's fair. You don't want every day to wake up wondering if the Enterprise is going to get seized or yeah, if you're going to get like, locked up. Oh, are we going to be in prison today? Like, just take bets on it. Yeah, you just flip I, a coin on which one that. if it's going to be either imprisoned <laughs> or that the ship's going to get seized. Yeah, I, I, I would, I would join a ragtag crew of space entomologists and entomologists. just go out ex- exploring. Looking for space bugs. Well, so if we're because I, I want to, but I wouldn't want to be a part of like some Starfleet command where I had to like serve other people and, like Rachel said, like be at the risk of like breaking space protocol and get arrested for it. Prime or, directive. Yeah. Yeah. I I just don't. I'm not. No. So not, well, so Rachel, in and I I keep referring to you for the Star Trek knowledge. If you don't know, we'll just make it up. Uh, but. In Star Trek, you can, you can refer to me. I, I'll, I'll pretend like I know exactly what I'm talking. I won't even see. I, I won't even make the disclaimer that I don't know what I'm talking about, just to piss off Star Trek fans. If yeah, Rachel, yeah, no, if we'll Rachel totally doesn't know, then we'll have Matt make up a definitive answer. <laughs> um, <laughs> Rachel, in Star Trek, in that universe, is Starfleet the only authority that can travel into space from Earth, or can you just get a spaceship and fly out? I well, only for Earth. Yeah. But like, oh, if, I think he means like kid like Matt's ragtag brunch of space. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Also go explore space because we'll also talk yeah, about we'll talk about the Star Wars universe after this. But for right now, keeping that's it in okay. The Star we don't Trek have to do universe. that. But no, I'm just I saying to. yes. We can. yeah. Well, I would assume so because they always run into other alien races with their own spaceships that are you know ragtag people. Well, right. I mean, I like the concept. Go ahead. Uh, 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 you're good. Go. No, you <laughs> like the concept. Sorry, I was going to change topics. Go ahead. 
I just mean like, because like with, you know, if it is Matt and Matt's, you know, gathering up a ragtag group of people from Earth to get up, to, to go off into space. Space entomologists. That's what we are, Jason. Don't, we're, we're not just a group of people. We have, a, we have a. <laughs> That's Mr. Space Entomologist. They, they have a title, <laughs> yeah. but they don't want to, you know, join the Navy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, can they, in the Star Trek universe, can they just get a ship? Like yeah, from Earth, bug hunt, not like out in the so. in the universe somewhere. Yeah, I'm gonna I definitively so. say yes. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so joining Starfleet, Matt's a no. Rachel, how about you? If I would join Starfleet, yeah, because it is. I mean, there's a lot of like you know you sacrifice a lot, but at the same time, there's a lot of cool shit there. Yeah, you gotta wear those dorky uniforms too. Hey, I like those uniforms, and they change yeah. every season. Or I have a few of those uniforms, Ooh. Matt. Sorry, <laughs> Thanks for insulting Rachel's wardrobe, Matt, you dick. I've just never been a Star Trek fan, so. Yeah, yeah fair enough. <laughs> I I don't know, because as weird as I am, like, I love routines mm-hmm. and, you know, things to be a certain way. Yeah. If my routine gets messed up, I, like, flip out because <laughs> my brain is weird. That's Starfleet, too, though. So I think that I would be okay in this, you know, very routine-based type of thing. Yeah. But also, like, Cap is in the army, mm. and they change shit all the time. <laughs> so you think like, that, all like, the time. you would go in expecting it to stay the same, but then it's just like every morning you're waking up, and they're like, oh, sorry, the bathroom's on the other floor now. Bye. Yes. Huh. Yeah, th- that's exactly what I think would happen. <laughs> And then I'd be stuck in space. Sorry, you have to wear your pants upside down today. Oops. It, it's more just like time changing. Yeah, yeah. Like they do that a lot. Oh. Like, oh, we're going to do this on this day. Oh, wait, we've changed it to this day. Oh, wait, we've moved it to this other venue. Oh, wait, we're going to do it next month. Like, that freaks me out. Oh, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> well, and like... Which, they probably wouldn't do that as much in space, but... In space, they I don't could like just that possibility. In space, they could just literally change the time, though. Like time's all relative in space, so they could just literally be like, "Oh, sorry, it was five p.m. Like the time right now was five p.m., but now we just decided that the time right now is eight p.m." Like, so they... we're gonna go have dinner, go to bed. Yeah, exactly. Like they could just <laughs> do that because it's space. It's all you're traveling through warp speeds. Like how do you how do you know what time it is? You know, you don't. You just make it up. So that would they... I I. I don't think that I would join Starfleet. Yeah. For for that reason and because I don't like being told what to do. <laughs> as we've as we've <laughs> definitely found out over the last couple of years. Yes. Plus there's always like, an- I I I would want to do like what Matt's gang is doing. Like I would just want to <laughs> go out and explore and yeah, have fun. Our, yeah, you can join our ragtag group of space <laughs> entomologists. Yeah, I I'd rather do that than join That's a fair. regiment. So yeah. we're gonna, we're gonna find some cool bugs, <laughs> <laughs> and we so so again like I actually do want to talk about the Star Wars side of things that that type of space travel, uh, but I think for me I would if I'm living in the Star Trek universe I would probably join Starfleet just because it's like you're just going around space like freaking having sex with crazy aliens like breaking the Prime Directive all the time like having to deal with evil admirals and. And if you're if you're the captain, period. Mm-hmm. No, dude, Chekhov gets pussy all the time. Does he? Yeah, dude, Chekhov's getting laid constantly. You saw in Star Chekhov Trek, Chekhov just sits behind a board and like 
engages warp speed. When they're when they're on the ship, but every time they dock onto a planet, Chekhov's like, all right, later, bitches. I'm going to go and find some alien poontang. I don't think I'd like somebody saying, hey, we should go check out this planet because there's sexy blue aliens on it. Well, they, I, and I was like, can we check out this planet? Because there's, check out those cool bugs. Well, first off, yeah, that is that is Captain Kirk's prime uh, motive there. It's like, ah, look at this planet. Yeah. So it's... Uh, can- Matt, Matt, can can I do botany for your group? Yeah, totally. I, I would rather. Yeah, yeah no, I, I mean, it doesn't have find... to be. I'll just do the bugs. You guys, okay. We're we're ragtag crew. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> That's the whole point. I just I, I I just wanted to get that out of the way. My my second note here yeah. is I don't want to have sex with aliens. Really? Yeah. No, I wouldn't want to do that. The chances of aliens having genitalia that would be compatible with ours is astronomically slim but i mean the the exploration is the fun part you find out you find out if you're compatible you know nope nope see i think that's cool i've I've always thought like if if (laughs) if like we i mean it's not like the number one motive or anything but like i thought i've always thought that like if we made this has all been a this has all been a ruse for jason to just (laughs) yeah come clean about his this this weird fetish he has about having sex with the alien species that don't have compatible genitalia yeah. And the exploration that he needs to undergo <laughs> to get there. Yeah, he's totally no. into that. Uh, no, I, he's I like, just you always guys thought, like, guys, just, <laughs> I just, I just I, like I, to I pull wanted, back the, I just, I just like to, try to pull back the bulbules and then you know, <laughs> no. unfurl the, unfurl the, uh, the, uh, the light receptors to access the. Uh, okay. Get no, I just thought if we if we made <laughs> wow. like contact that, that was a visual. Yeah. If we made contact <laughs> with like a slightly humanoid alien race, like that would be one of the first things that would start happening is like you know, people start to figure out how how they mate, right? Like and I I've always thought that that would be very interesting because I don't know. Didn't did they do that in District 9? Wasn't that a thing in District 9? Was that? I don't yeah. know. I don't remember. I think so. Was it? I think so. Like that crazy happy alien guy. people. They didn't show it in the movie, but they alluded to that that was going on. Mm. Alien prostitute. I I think that's also human nature's yeah. like. Yeah. Can can we fuck it? How can we fuck it? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, how do we fuck this. People are fucking bagels, guys. Like. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Uh, like I I get it, but me personally, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I, I like how our Star Trek conversation turned to "Can you fuck aliens?" <laughs> <laughs> I, look, and and it wouldn't be like any time I see an alien, I'm like, oh, can I fuck that thing? It would just be more like if, uh-huh. if yeah, we sure, met, sure, sure. If nice we try. met, cause, nice, nice, nice attempt to backpedal there. No, it's just like if we came, I mean, it wouldn't be every one of them. <laughs> no, but like you look in Star Trek, like a good the half of the aliens they meet in Star Trek are super attractive. Right. Well, the reason they do that is for makeup budgeting. I, I know mean, that, like, but I'm talking in universe, man. Let's let's stay <sighs> within universe. I'm not. I'm. I'm. Screw your universe. We're a ragtag crew of <laughs> space explorers. We don't follow your guidelines. Um, yeah. Anyway, I would. I would join Starfleet for more reasons than the Poontang, but that's you know that's a bonus. Um. So <laughs> okay. So now in. Star- I mean, you, you could you could also have sex with you know the other people on the Enterprise. Well, and that's also a motivation, dude. Ship. After ten years of being on the same spaceship, like. Yeah, think about that. You'd have to contend with like sixteen ex-girlfriends. Well, yeah, but like, uh. but then at the same time, they would also have to contend with that many ex-boyfriends. Like, it, like it would just be a thing that gets accepted at some point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they'd handle that better than you would. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, 
Uh, oh, wow. But no, so 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 now shifting over to the Star Wars universe. If if you exist in that universe, doesn't matter what planet, like Tatooine, I don't care, like wherever you are, what do you feel like your career would be in Star Wars? Like what would you what would you go into? Wait, I uh, okay. What? I I I wanted to uh, go ahead. I, yeah, go to what I was the enjoying thing was that you I were was enjoying I was enjoying the concept of would you go on a Star Trek? Okay, let's keep there. Regard regardless of whether or not it was in Star Trek universe. Okay, so let's talk about let's talk about the non-Star Trek universe one now. So there's a, the uh, the book Rendezvous with Rama, Arthur C. Clarke. It's a spaceship that comes hurtling through uh, our solar system, mm-hmm. um, and uh, in the sequel, a couple gets on this spaceship. Well, a family does, and then a couple of people, and then it's a whole complex thing there. But what it ends up is it it is like an interstellar arc, and they're Matthew bringing people. Uh, they're 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 bringing humans to this like intergalactic nexus, whatever. But so the the journey, because in reality, it's going on a space trek would have to be multi generational Star Trek with how long it would w- w- going on a star journey. <laughs> Make it less confusing. So to really go on this this exploration, you'd have to be committing to either hyperspace sleep, hyper sleep stasis whatever you want to call it or that your grandchildren will be the ones that get to explore these places right mm-hmm. so that's what this story deals with is his family gets on and it ends up being their grandchildren are the ones that actually get to the destination so it's really cool hmm. i like that actually so, i like that a lot real life star trek you wouldn't i guess there's warp speed or whatever but that's not real is it real <laughs> no it's all fake it's fake Science. news alternative facts jason <laughs> um but i like that idea i think that's cool i like i like the idea of like leaving earth and never coming back just to see where you get to yeah no i think that's a i uh, think that's a pretty fun concept and i've thought about it a lot because like obviously lately there's been all that talk about you know mars travel and and elon musk trying to you know colonize space and all that shit uh i I almost feel like if I was given the opportunity that I totally would, like tomorrow, I wouldn't. No, Mm-mm. why not? They were, if somebody was like, "Hey, you can never come back," I wouldn't. I would never. I would not. Hmm. I think there's a part of me that feels like, well, space travel is a is a, is an absolutely exciting endeavor. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the mil- the the mentality around it right now is kind of like, well, this Earth's screwed, so let's go find another one, which is defeatist, mm. and I don't think that's where our heads need to be at. I think our heads need to be at we we're going out there for the betterment, not f- because we're abandoning this disaster that we've that we've that we've reaped over the past couple millennia, you know. Yeah. Not saying that right now earth is a disaster, but it's getting it's getting there and it's you know, let's not abandon it to it's like the interstellar like, "Oh, it's time to leave earth because we screwed well, it all up here." Here's well, the thing though about- is I mean, Earth. Earth will be fine without us. Like, Earth would be fine without us, but with us, Earth's not going to be fine, right? We're making it worse. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So if, if you we... if you if you took us if you took us all out of the equation, yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. So if all humans left Earth, yeah, like all if at we once, just if we just ditched it, Earth would probably be way better off. <laughs> well, it would, in in, in five hundred thousand years from now, mm. you know, you got to look at time frames. Like, you know, humans leave right now. We're gonna have mat all the all the nuclear plants are gonna melt down. 
we're going to have just this massive just chemicals. Like, yeah, that's death true. Leak everywhere, radioactivity. It's going to be a horrible nightmare. So you can't just abandon. Like you couldn't like click the button. And yeah. say humans are gone forever. There was, and think it's going to be okay. There was a video about that not too long ago, right? That was kind of circulating around. That was like, what if humans just left the Earth right now? That was really interesting. That talked through like how Earth would evolve. And yeah, like the first, the first like you know millennia or whatever after humans left would be like the most catastrophic, crazy thing ever. Yeah, it'd be horrible, horrible. I mean, yes, life would uh, find a way. Oh yeah, and that was I. That was what the video talked about. Is like you know in a thousand years and a you know million years or whatever, like Earth would be yeah. prosperous. Eventually, yeah, eventually, or eventually, Earth would get back to. Doing Earth stuff. What you doing? Uh, just Earth stuff. <laughs> do you do you think people would like grow again? Like, do you think humans would re-evolve on Earth? No, I don't think so. I think that the chances of uh, I think the 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 chances that uh, that uh, something that would re-evolve to look human mm-hmm. is pretty would would be pretty slim. But I think that the chances of something evolving to an intelligent species to to an intelligence with an intelligence is, are are pretty high. And the probability of it being laterally symmetrical like we are and having propulsion like we do and the eyes and the mouth and stuff like we do probably would be high because we'd be going – we'd be still starting from the sort of basic life structure that we already have on Earth right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, unless like octopuses take over and then that's a whole different thing. Radial, radial sym- symmetry would – octopodes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean probably be – it would probably end up being moderately similar. If it, if if it if it started from a mammalian branch, it would probably it would end up being, you know, roughly similar. Yeah. But if it started from like, uh, like isopods, there'd be all sorts of gross looking. And then you'd be like, "Can I fuck that?" <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. That's that's a real interesting thought. Um, that's tangent and a half, but no, I, I think love about it. that kind of Dude, stuff. I freaking love it. Um, well, so Rach, what, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, you know, what Matt's talking about, just like bouncing and and taking off from earth forever. Rach, how do you feel about fucking aliens? (laughs) (laughs) If, if I could leave with like a select group of people, I would leave. But if I had to leave with all other humans ever, no, not worth it. Not worth it. I'll be segregated. <laughs> humans will learn nothing. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to be with all humans. Yeah, at all. That's... I'd rather just stay on Earth by myself. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll just stay here in the in the holocaust, uh, in the nuclear holocaust. <laughs> yeah, I I would rather do that. But I would totally go to space if it was, you know, a few other humans that were intelligent uh-huh. as well. Yeah, like a ragtag crew of space <laughs> entomologists. Yeah, <laughs> if it was Matt's group, and... yeah, we'd be we'd be cruising around looking at bugs and stuff. Yeah, Rachel, you yeah. just called it Matt's group. It's actually a ragtag crew of space entomologists. Yeah, we don't have but, a hierarchy. But I, I see Matt as is the leader. <laughs> leader, I'm far too humble for that. More like a leader of <laughs> cola. Yeah, leader of leader of party night. <laughs> leader of getting jiggy with it. Kids, yeah, yeah. Leader of fun, yeah. Well, well, that's what I mean. I don't mean like a dictator, Mister Hawk. It's my dad. You can call me Matt. As he sits <laughs> yeah, backwards right. in a chair, yeah, yeah. As he sits back in his chair. He, he's totally like a college. Proud professor. of my status of middle management. 
<laughs> and he's just, you know, always wearing flip flops, even in space. Yeah, yeah. In space <laughs> sleeves are always <laughs> rolled up. <laughs> yeah, he lets his beard just grow out just forever. Yeah, what's the most yeah. commonly thing heard thing out of my mouth? No worries, man. Yep. Or no worries, dude. <laughs> no worries, dude. Or worry free, bro. Or it's all good. Yep. <laughs> Sometimes I'll even add the colloquial in the hood. In the, in the hood. <laughs> yeah. And we wake up every morning, we listen to Snoop Dogg and Bob Marley. <laughs> see, S- see, this is just sounding better and better. Space vaping, guys. Space vaping. <laughs> Space vaping. Spaping. Spaping. No, I just, I don't know. I, 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 I you know, I, I think it would be fun to do a, like a, if somebody was like, hey, we figured out this way that we can transport you to an alien planet. And you can do like a six month like excursion, right? Yeah. Climb some climb some mountains, do some do some do some uh bug hunting, uh take some pictures, catalog some stuff, come back, I would be instantly on board. Which is like that so do you guys know who Wayne Barlow is? No He's a creature designer, artist. He's incredible. Wrote a book called Expedition. And it's basically a uh, it's uh this guy goes this he's an artist and he goes on a space exploration to this other planet to study the alien life there, and uh, they bring him because they wanted you know it's high tech so they've got cameras they've got everything they would ever need to study all this alien life but they bring this artist because they want sort of an artist's interpretation of the of the place as well, um so anyway it's this guy's like journal basically of his of his x amount of months on this alien planet. Studying all the different life forms and around. It's awesome. Hmm. Sounds awesome. It is awesome. That sounds pretty sweet. It's very cool. And then Discovery Channel made a really bad, like, <laughs> walking with dinosaur style CGI show about it. Uh, it wasn't very good. Uh, yeah. Uh, as soon as you say Discovery Channel and CGI, I picture exactly what you're talking about. And I'm like, no, yes. thank yeah. you. No. <laughs> that yeah, shit is bad. always terrible. It's kind of fun, though, because it's like, I loved that book when I was a kid. So that show came out, and it was kind of fun to watch all those weird creatures that I thought were so cool. Mm-hmm. Anim- animated, but yeah, they're pretty stilted. It would have been much better as like a cell animation versus this like moderately subpar CGI. Ugh. Yeah. No, the the like Discovery and National Geographic, the CGI that they use is always terrible. Probably because they have no budget, but like, it just doesn't look good. Like... No. You're better off just describing it in paintings. That BBC <laughs> CGI was pretty good for the Walking with Dinosaurs well, yeah. series. Well, that's because BBC yeah. has shit tons of money. It wasn't great, but it was much better than the Discovery Channel garbage. Yeah. Anyway, um, do you? I mean, do you guys have any other on that one, or do you want to talk about the uh, uh, Star Wars question? What do you think, Grace? You want to talk about Star Wars question? Well. What exactly is the Star Wars? What question? would your profession be in Star Wars yeah. universe? Oh. Like, what would you do out there? I'd work for Dexter Jetster. <laughs> Damn it! You stole my answer. <laughs> <laughs> you really did. I was just thinking about that. Like as we were talking about, it, I was like, he's ah. such a friendly guy. Uh, yeah, people hate on him so much. Oh, he's just a big friendly ah. guy. He's happy. He's doing his thing. He's working at his space alien fifties diner. Yeah, he's got four arms. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh. And obviously, like, in the Star Wars universe, within canon, basically the only two things you can be is a smuggler or a bounty hunter or a stormtrooper. Uh, but, I mean, there's there's plenty more things that, you, that they don't talk about there. Yep. 
You know what I could be in the Star Wars universe? Huh. A ragtag crew of space entomologists. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think that, like, I, I think in all honesty, like, being a smuggler in the Star Wars universe would probably be pretty great. Like, you just do what you want, man, all the time. Like, Han Solo's got it made. Well, it's also incredibly dangerous. And I'm, I, I would imagine that a lot of smugglers have short lifespans. That's Yeah, it's probably right. Yeah. Depends on what you're smuggling and for who, I think. You know? Well, you're going to be working for Jabba because he's the only <laughs> drug. He's the only smuggle, smuggle, smu- smuggling <laughs> kingpin there. Well, that's that's <laughs> just in Tatooine, though, near the Outer Rim. Like, and that's just one side of the thing. Like, there's there's another side of the universe. I don't know. I think it all goes to the top with Jabba. Because, <laughs> um, like, Jabba. I think back on, like, if if... Like when I was a like a kid in high school or whatever, like I was stealing a lot of shit, and like if I if I just like kept doing that and lived in Star Wars, like that's that's like the logical conclusion, right? Is that you just start smuggling shit all the time? Yeah, I would I would be I would my my career in Star Wars would be ex- space explorer adventure guide. Mm, I like that. Yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> let's go on fun adventures. Do you think uh, come to Tatooine, see the sights? <laughs> See the sand. Canyoneer. There's so many sites here. There's canyons, guys. Ah, oh, that's so wizard. Um, go canyoneering with the wizard. <laughs> if you're lucky, you'll see the old wizard living in the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that old wizard. Keep your eyes peeled, kids. Uh, do you think there's like art thieves and stuff like that in the Star Wars universe? Thieves? Yes. That's got to be cool. It, fun, fun, fun thing about the Star Wars universe, there can be whatever you want there. That, see, that's the prospect that kind of excites me about, like, they keep talking about how Netflix might be making a Star Wars TV show. That type of shit would be kind of cool. Like, just some side story about a freaking thief or a, a con artist or a drug dealer, like, you know? Right. A story that, like, a, 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 a totally unrelated story that takes place within the universe. Yeah. Yep. I agree 100%. I think that everybody needs to do more of that. I think, I think franchises are being bogged down by the the archetypal hero and not just like using the universe as a medium to to tell all sorts of really fun stories. Yeah. And like, which is why, which is why I liked the like tales from Jabba's palace and the tales from Moss Eisley Cantina so much. Cause mm -hmm. they were literally just like, Hey, what's that weird alien? Let's make up this cool story for it. Oh, that's actually a super cool story. Yeah, no, exactly. Cause like, especially when it's just one background character in star Wars, it's like, you literally only have to have one event in their life, right? Like, that's the only thing that's already there. It's just like, oh, yeah, and at one point they end up at this cantina. Like, that's it. You can just go wherever you want from there, and it doesn't have to have anything to do with the rest of the story because it's a freaking galaxy. Like, there's a lot of other shit going on. Rachel, yeah. would you go on a Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sick and tired of all these Star Wars. Oh, boy. Um, I don't know. I definitely don't want to be a stormtrooper <laughs> join the empire because i feel like that would be way more strict than oh yeah starfleet could you imagine doing your job you do now on on uh coruscant Ooh. imagine the customs on that planet oh, oh boy. god <laughs> i definitely don't want to do intergalactic customs that sounds like a nightmare <laughs> <laughs> we got this new scanner it detects things way up your butt yeah, well, I'm sure you have to deal with all sorts of weird alien regulations. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, things from coming from certain planets have to be checked with certain types of sensors and good exactly. Lord. 
exactly. yeah. Let's yeah. let's. That's think why of... you need a protocol droid. Yeah, exactly, because they do all the protocol. They do the protocol for you. What? Let's think yeah, about that. I'll, though. I'll just leave that up to the droids. Uh, honestly, uh, think about that. The whole Star Wars should all be automated at this point, anyway. So yeah, yeah. Why are people even around anymore? Yeah, why would I need a job? That's, wouldn't the real Star Wars universe just be people luxuriating in the joy of having to never have to do anything because robots do it all for you? They kind of are, if you think about it, though. Like hmm. they're like that. They're like it'd be like that band, Supreme Beings of Leisure. <laughs> I don't know that band. But just well, that's the band's name. But that'd be everybody would just be Supreme Beings of Leisure. Yeah. What do you want to do? I want to be an art thief. Well, <laughs> cool, go, f- cool, go for it. And yeah, then go. The robots will just steal the art back, and then you can steal it again, and then the robots will steal it back. And well, I think robots. This... I'm surprisingly okay with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like think about think about because uh, I think the way that it's happened is that everyone owns a robot to do the work for him. So like pretty much everyone is a business owner. You know what I mean? Like Dexter Jetster owns his restaurant. Uh, the the weird guy from uh, Watto, he owns his whatever weird bartering business he has uh um you know uncle owen and aunt baru like they're moisture farmers or whatever but like they just chill like their robots do everything right now they have to go out and check on those evaporators well, yeah but those evaporators are droids yeah they just make luke to it yeah exactly like they don't do anything no- nobody in the star wars <laughs> universe does anything they have jobs but their jobs are done by droids yeah well those droids took their gerbs <laughs> They <laughs> build the wall around the, uh, the trade federation. Uh, um, so how about how about this? If you guys could, if you guys, if there could be any universe that you could go for a, a, a destination unknown, what what universe would that be? Um, ooh, it's a toss up for me. Uh, and, and it can and it can be the Osmosis Jones universe. <laughs> I don't want to live I, in Bill I, Murray. I definitely don't want to go there. <laughs> uh, was it Bill Murray? <laughs> yeah, it was Bill Murray, right? Oh, I forgot. Yeah, that's I can't remember. I haven't. No, too, too old for that when it came out, and don't remember what it actually was. <laughs> no, that was Chris Rock. What? No, Chris Rock no, was no, Osmosis no, no. Jones, They're but they in live the body in Bill, of Murray. Bill Murray. Oh, right, right. Isn't that right? Yeah. I'm looking it up. Yeah, I'm looking it up too. Lawrence Fishburne is in it, but he's not the guy that lives in. Yeah, it's totally Bill Murray. I, I, Bill Murray. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever actually seen the movie. Well, oh, so good. Spoiler alert: They're inside Bill Murray, <laughs> and it's all about germs. They should have called it. I know it... what it's about. I remember when it came out. I think I was just a little too yeah. old for it. In- yeah. Well, watch watch uh, Inner Space. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I've seen Inner Space. Yeah, that's a much better movie. Yeah, that's a great movie. Instead of Osmosis Jones, they should have called that movie We're Inside Bill Murray. I feel like it would have done way um, better at the box office. Yeah, probably. I'm still going to make that movie. Um, Okay. So, any universe. <laughs> yeah. I For me, it's a toss-up between Saga and Star Wars, and I kind of lean more towards Star Wars, because in Saga, anywhere you go is just decimated by the war between freaking Wreath uh, and... and Whatever the other planet's name is, yeah, yeah, good point. So I, I'm I'm uh, saying Star Wars. You can just live, live your life, be an art thief. Destination unknown. I'm gonna use. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the uh, the uh, the 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 new legendary Godzilla verse, and then I because I want to do Destination Unknown Skull Island. Ooh, <laughs> we should. Uh, while while Rachel's thinking of her answer. At some point, we should do an episode about the 
pros and cons of living in the DC universe versus the Marvel universe and which one's better. Okay. So we we'll we'll, we'll do that at some point maybe. <laughs> if Matt and Rachel okay. feel up to okay. it. <clears throat> but what yeah, that we'll, we'll see. <laughs> so you would want to live in a universe with with freaking King Kong, Matt? Yeah, I'd be his best friend and ride on around on his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and just sh- just laughing yeah having just a having a time. fun time <laughs> and uh he'd show me he'd, he'd introduce me to all his friends and we'd have uh. giant monster tea parties uh and <laughs> dinosaurs that world would suck Sounds man great we'd get destroyed well you would i would, I would. Yeah. i'm yeah I'm king he, kong's he's, best friend yeah he's <laughs> king kong's best friend i'm uh how would you how would you go about trying to make friends with king kong i already would be i mean it's just well, no. Let's like, like, let's talk strategy. Like, you just got teleported into King T- King Kong world. Uh, well, I would, I would obviously uh, do a really good song and dance number. Do some like kind of some funny slapstick. <laughs> Which song? Uh, no song because I'd just be doing it on the rocks, so there wouldn't actually be music playing. But I would in my head, and I'd just go like. So you just kind of like, like mouth make up, up a in song. the air and like throw some rocks around and juggle a little bit and maybe uh, <laughs> do a cartwheel or two. And Kong would just think that was the whole most hilarious thing you'd ever seen. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he just starts then, doing uh, George Carlin bits. I don't think he actually gets the reference I'm dropping. Uh, he doesn't. I don't. But I'm loving it. I'm because loving this it actually anyway. happened <laughs> in King Kong. That's how, uh, what's her name? Made friends with Naomi King Kong. Watts. Uh, Watts. She, yeah. she does a little dance oh, in front you, of oh, him. Oh, in the Peter Jackson and, movie? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, screw that movie. <laughs> I love that movie. I, don't like I love that movie. that movie. Everybody, everybody hates on it, and I just love. I it. liked it. Yeah, I think it's good. I, I really just didn't enjoy that one. I saw it once I when really... I was like, I don't know, fifteen, fourteen, or something like that, and I was like, "What? Oh, no. you should watch the extended three-hour edition. It's <laughs> real good. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. It is much better than the. It is much better. One, but... Yeah. Um. No, but for reals, what universe? I don't know. Uh. Uh. uh uh, uh, what's the one with the space bugs in it? Ender's Game? No. Because that would be a horrible universe to live in. Screw that universe. Yeah. The one with Neil Patrick Harris. What? And the guy from, and the guy from, uh, Say by the Bell or 90210. What the? F- Is Matt come having, on, like, hallucinations? That, that could be anybody. Oh, come on, guys. The movie with the space bugs. Rachel, did uh, Matt gotta take get, drugs? We're going on a bug hunt. And then they, like, go out and there's the brain bug and Neil Patrick Harris is, like, the science officer, and he has to what? stick the thing in the brain box. Why can't I remember the name of this stupid movie? Rachel, for <laughs> real, did Matt take drugs? It's it's such a great movie. He might have taken I think drugs. He took some Everybody's drugs. screaming no, at me on the internet. I've, I've watched it like four hundred times. I vaguely remember. Here, come on, guys. It, I can't for the life we'll, of me, we'll we'll put the and challenge it's got on the, the listeners. It's got the girl from Saved by the Bell, and she's like, "I'm going to be a space marine." And Is it Kelly Kapowski? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll put the challenge Tiffany on the listeners. Thiesen. Rather, because we have no, it's we have by, absolutely no by, way of looking it's it by, up. Uh, Heinlein. Heinlein wrote the book. We have we have no way of looking it up. So it'll be up to the listeners to tell us Starship what this Troopers? movie is. Starship Troopers. Thank you. Oh. God, yeah. why couldn't I remember Starship Troopers? I I only remembered it because you mentioned Heinlein. <laughs> you can all judge me. You can all you can all judge me terribly. Internet. I was really trying but to I get a challenge out there to remember the listeners Starship to Troopers. We're gonna go on a bug hunt. <laughs> All right, I don't know. What about you guys? Uh, I would probably pick Fifth Element. Ooh, that's a fun one. That's a stylish universe. I saw the trailer. I saw the new trailer for Valerian. Valerian, and it looked really cool. I'm really excited I, for it. 
I want it to be really good, and I keep every time I see something for it, I keep getting reminded of Jupiter ascending. Like it, wow. it looks very Jupiter ascending, but like I that, ju- that Jupiter ascending kind of just ruined everything for everybody. So, yeah, I really want it to be good. I'm hoping it's good. I just like I'm going in with very low expectations. Okay. Um, that's that's a good answer though. Fifth element. That's a that's an attractive universe to live in. Yeah, I I would like it because she has that like little makeup box thing. Oh yeah, it just instantly does your makeup, and then you just like instantly microwave food. Like she gets her whole chicken. Like, sure, I'd be totally into that. Would you? And then I could go find Bruce Willis, and we could go on a space adventure. <laughs> I was about to ask, would you, if you were to rock a hairstyle from that universe? There's a lot of hairstyles in that universe. Which one would do you think you'd rock? Well, I can't really rock the divas look because that's her skin Mm. that's fair (laughs) see i'd love to have that that uh that gary oldman cut that's a good yeah that is good that's That's a good one like just wearing like plastic yeah (laughs) whatever just wearing a molded plastic piece on your head all the time yeah yeah i'd probably just look like lilu sure (laughs) why not let's rock that you wouldn't do the chris rock uh random cylinder sticking from your head haircut that's Chris Rock. Sorry, Chris Tucker. <laughs> no, I would not do that. Um, he does have some great outfits, but yeah. I don't think any other person could ever pull those off. <laughs> no. There's a lot of things that Chris Tucker can do that no other human being could do. I miss him. Whatever happened to Chris Tucker? I don't know. It was, It feels like Rush Hour was know. like the last thing that he did. It might have been. I think they did like three rush hours. Kevin Hart came yeah. along and pulled and and <laughs> and, put, and edged him out. Yeah, just like he does with everything. Um. Well, all right. So that's a, a Star Wars. A what was your answer, Matt? Uh, Starship Troopers. That was the universe you said you wanted to live in. Sure. <laughs> There's bugs in it. And then Fifth Element. And those are definitive, and we stand by them unless we change our minds next week. Um. I don't. Stand by anything. Don't tell me what to do. Uh, this <laughs> yeah. isn't the Starship Enterprise. That's why I said yeah. we can't change our minds space entomologists. I'm not joining your Starfleet, <laughs> sir. I'm going to go join this ragtag group of whatever we are. Yeah, and when I Because we could be when anything. I say, I, uh, when I say sir, I give you a real crappy salute to show you the disdain I have for your position. Yeah. <laughs> well, now is the time of the show where we turn it to the audience. Uh, would you? Would you go on a Star Trek would you? What would you do in space? All the questions that we asked today, answer them. Tell us your opinions on everything. What are we stupid about? Yeah, and feel free to sign up for my ragtag crew of space entomologists. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get all yeah. the sign-up sheets. You, uh, yeah, if you if you send me a, if you send me a thing that says I I'll be on your team, then you're tired. And yep. You can uh, you can send all of that to uh, letters at savagelandpodcast.com or hit us up on Twitter at savagelandpod. Uh, I am, so I, I do want to, to call the audience to action here, uh, as we are continuing to try and get more guests, right? As, like currently we have the guests booked like almost every week until August. Um, but as we are trying to, to kind of get some, 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 some big old names to, to talk to and find out some interesting stuff. Uh, the biggest thing that will help us in that endeavor is to, uh, have a, a great, social presence and obviously on instagram we've gotten a lot of support and we greatly appreciate everybody who has found us through instagram um and that's seemingly been our our you know best social network uh but if you could go and if you haven't already uh give us a like on facebook and a follow on twitter that would be glorious 
and the other thing that you can do uh, to help us out is leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, those are insanely helpful, and we love them a lot. And if you do leave us a review on iTunes, we will read it on the show and give you a shout-out if you have something to shout-out. Like right now. Yeah, speaking of, we've got <laughs> some to shout-out. Did you like that? I how I did that? Looped it all in there? Sure. Yeah, well, you can have a banana sticker. Uh, Richie, you want to read the first one for the love nerd, and I'll read uh, Fun and Helpful? Let me pull it up. Uh, we got so uh, classic underscore peg wrote titled fun and helpful five stars. Woohoo! Uh, I listen to the Savage Land while I'm at work, and it's the only way to get through the day. I've picked up a few of the t- titles they've reviewed slash suggested, and I'm not disappointed. Backslash. That's Savage Land is awesome. Well, thank you, classic <laughs> underscore peg. We appreciate that. Yeah, thank you so much. We that's it's it's very kind and nice Air to short. hear that. We got two new reviews on like pretty much the same day. That was dope. All right, and, nail it, Rich. And the other one is by art by Madeline, and titled "For the Love of Nerd." Five stars. I've been listening. S- five stars. Yes, mm-hmm. I've been listening since the sixty-ish ish episodes or so, <laughs> and I've really enjoyed it. It's really nice to have something like this to listen to wh- while I work on stuff, especially as of late. I love the interviews with comic writers and artists. Also, Jason's voice isn't all that's annoying, which we're still a little so confused about. I think like, I are, are we annoying I, I think as she's well? Referencing that I'm annoying. I've internalized that. So, <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. If she's just saying, "Hey, they're all annoying equally," yeah. or. Which is, is probable. Is, is, I, which, yeah, it's very probable. It is very probable. Or if, or if she's saying um, Jason isn't all that annoying, which... A little bit more improbable, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's more probable that we're all annoying. Yeah, for, for my self-esteem, I'm going to assume that autocorrect put an apostrophe S at the end of that and and made it it's all that's annoying. But yeah, the, the more realistic uh, option is that she probably just thinks we're all annoying, but somehow entertaining to listen to. Um, yeah, I mean, she, she I still couldn't ask listens for to us. a better way to live my life. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Annoyingly entertaining to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> and all right, success. <laughs> and uh, and Madeline is actually somebody that we've been following on Instagram for a while. Uh, she's got some awesome, awesome, awesome pieces there. So if you want to go and check her out, give her some love. Uh, her Instagram username is art underscore by madeline madeline spelled m-a-d-e-l-y-n uh art yeah, underscore I, by I, I looked at her the the other day and she's got some really awesome stuff so good and if art by madeline m-a-d-a-l-y-n we were wondering why you suddenly got followed by the savage land <laughs> <laughs> yeah we accidentally Surprise! followed we we accidentally followed the wrong account after getting that review and then we were like wait a minute oh that's an e and then realized oh that's that account we've been following for like ever uh yep. So yeah, uh, yeah. No, it's you're welcome, Matt. 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 Duh, Lynn. Made. Uh, made Lynn. Ma- yeah. Uh, whatever. <laughs> great. Great job. No, she's got some really <laughs> awesome geeky stuff. Like all, most of her art is like very comic book related and stuff like that. So it's it's really cool to look at. We love it. Um, yeah. And uh, and Madeline, if you feel like clearing the air on whether the apostrophe s is intentional, and if so, what is annoying? Uh, you can send us an email. <laughs> Letters at SavageLandPodcast.com. Uh, and for all the other right. listeners, if you want us to shout out whatever the hell it is you do, or if you want to let us know that you're you're out there and you enjoy what we're doing and want to help us reach some more people, 
Uh, or if you just want to join my ragtag crew of space entomologists, let me know. <laughs> yeah. But please, I'm, yep. I'm going to make shirts and stickers, and <laughs> it'll be a, it'll be a, it'll be the the dopest club you've ever been. Maybe, in. Yeah, maybe I, I've already joined, so maybe that'll be the shirt yeah, that we finally actually make is uh, ragtag crew of space entomologists. <laughs> the R T C O S E, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, please, please, please keep those ratings and reviews coming. They help us tremendously because when people are searching in iTunes for comic books or you know DC or Marvel, whatever the hell it is that we pop up in the searches for, uh, the more reviews we have, the higher we will show up in those search results, which helps us get some new listeners. So we love that uh, because in turn that allows us to talk to more and more really awesome creators and and feel good about ourselves also. Again, so that we don't go to sleep crying every single night. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been crying every night because I'm annoying. Yeah. I haven't. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I had an I had an idea for a, a, a sign off this week, and I totally forgot what it was. Well, that's too oh, bad because uh, you know what our sign off is. <laughs> Later, skater. Mm-hmm.